0: Hey, how you doing? I'm Steve Folland. Welcome to another one. This episode of Being Freelance is supported by my course, How to Get Started Being Freelance. It's an amalgamation of everything I've learned by speaking to nearly 250 freelancers for this podcast, plus, of course, all the years of me doing it myself to boot. So give yourself some confidence as you get started being freelance. Check out the course. All the details are at beingfreelance.com. Right now, let's find out what it's like being freelance. The artist and graphic designer June Minema-Smithson
1: You know the best way to land on your dream job is to create that project yourself I didn't have much business argument, so uh, I got a mentor and she said look rather than just selling back you as an artist I have got so much to offer, so she basically said, sell yourself. (laughs) I work hard to maintain this family life with freedom. Freedom to go to Bali for for a few months and not to worry about how many on your leave, of course.
0: (laughs) Yes, so there is June, her story coming up in a moment. June, originally from Tokyo, currently based in London. You might have seen June without knowing it if you're based in the UK on ITV this month. She will tell us about it uh, when we chat in a moment. But um, yeah, quite amazingly, she's involved in a project. She's been commissioned to create uh, one of the idents. You know, like the bit where you see ITV come up in between the shows and somebody goes... Coming up soon, another show with Stephen Mulhern. But first, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, you, but you see June in it. Like, I thought it was just going to be, you know, her artwork. But no, there, there's also a version of it where you see June walking in. And I'm like going to my kids, I know her. She's in the Being Freelance community. They almost looked up from their devices to go, What is a TV? and then go back to YouTube. And her story coming up in a moment. Hope you enjoyed Charlie last week. What a great start to season 14. Remember, if you enjoy one of the guests, please do reach out to them, let them know. And if you want to find out more about them, there's show notes, transcripts, all sorts, at beingfreelance.com. Okay, let's chat to this week's guest, and that is the artist behind the marvellous brand, Mamimoo, and also graphic designer, June Minema-Smithson. Hey, June. Hey,
1: Steve.
0: (laughs) Uh, thanks so much for doing this. Okay, as ever, how about we get started hearing how you got started being freelance?
1: So Mamo is my artist name as well as my uh, creative platform. And it started when I was working as a full-time graphic designer in London. It started as somewhere I let my creative steam out because in my job, I was increasingly feeling like I grew out of the company and I wanted to do something more creative, but there's also business needs. and I wasn't fitting into that business needs. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to force my creative, uh, whatever I want to do, into client work, and it was obviously not working. (laughs) <laughs> I need it somewhere else so that I don't upset my boss. <laughs> nice.
0: I know. So, so you were always like, how about this idea? How about this idea? Yeah. It's so, like, you needed, so you needed a place for those ideas that clients didn't want.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was really frustrated. Well, this is great. Why, why, why would a client like it? <laughs> of course, it doesn't, doesn't fit whatever they need it like strategy or whatever so yeah that's how I started and um, you know the best way to land on your dream job is to create that project
0: yourself so you're working at an agency was it yep doing right. graphic design yep. so that's all day mm-hmm. so how did you how did you build that creative sure outlet? Um what did you yeah.
1: do? <laughs> I started with uh, creating a lot of manhole cover. <laughs> <design>. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but um it's inspired by um kimono um designs. So a lot of kimono patterns are inspired by very seemingly mundane everyday motif like cherry blossoms, skies, even fish scales. But I was struck by the fact that Kimono artisans in the 17th century found beauty in those and distilled them into iconic, minimal geometric patterns. So I went out to the street of Islington Trying to find my fish scales, my cherry blossoms, in 21st century, I found manhole covers, and, oh, this is my fish scale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's an obvious correlation, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: obviously. And I, I just uh, looked um, at many, many manhole covers in London and um, they are actually really interesting uh, different geometric shapes and i had the like collection of loads of patterns i didn't know what to do with <laughs> <laughs> at that time i was uh, looking for perfect laptop bags from uh, a laptop bag for myself something stylish but also really functional so i thought i can make perfect laptop bag for me with those patterns on it cool (laughs) so that's how i started my first collection of um, laptop bags and um, at that time i lived in hong kong so i launched my uh, collection of bags in a very cool shop called Capoc uh, they're more more popular than um, Monaco shop really cool French owned select shop and I had a launching party and um, yeah sold a few bags <laughs> they're still available on my website
0: how are you putting yourself out there like you, you need some sort of audience. People need to know what you're doing and that you're there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Hong Kong's really small. That really helped. And uh, Kapok, um, to be honest, did lots of marketing. They invited journalists for the um, launching party. That did help. And um, otherwise, social media and yeah, lots of Instagram and LinkedIn. It's often that your first customers uh, were your friends, and that was the case for me. And it, it gradually spread—you know, friends, friends recommended friends, and um, yeah, I started to get sales from strangers. Cool. Which was nice.
0: Yeah, but the whole time that is happening, you're still employed at an agency because we seem to have skipped from London to Hong Kong at some point. Oh yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, by that time i left my full time job and but was working as like contractor graphic designer in lots of agencies everywhere and i did the same in hong kong as well as doing mommy moo but yeah at the same time i was doing Mummy moo more artistic activity and um, slowly shifting the artistic practice from product-based brand to an artist myself
0: as Mu. What time are we talking about, by the way? Just to put things in perspective. Yeah, yeah,
1: sure. Um, so Hong Kong was um, I want to say 2014 to 2017, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, But I came back to London and wanted to Bit more serious on business side because, as you can imagine, I'm a creative and really <laughs> rubbish at business <laughs> side of things. <it. laughs> but if you think about it, I I studied graphic design, and the business skill is totally different from graphic design. Um, so I didn't have much business argument. So uh, I got a mentor through British Library, and she said, look, rather than just selling bags, you, as an artist, have got so much to offer. So <laughs> she basically said, sell yourself. Ah,
0: gotcha. <laughs> so Moo, fine, it could just be a brand, but actually much better to make it your self as an artist and help people buy into you exactly before they buy into your products
1: and i repositioned myself as an artist on a mission to inject optimism into the world
0: how did it start to evolve really because you've got you're you're putting out your work and um your your side projects online you've started to create some products
1: yeah other art projects because i was pushing my self-initiated work, I started to get um, commissions through that from uh, someone who saw my work. uh, The most amazing thing happened recently is this um, ITV commission called ITV Creates. And um, I was um, invited to create I didn't. For ITV, but it happened in a most unimaginable way. It happened through LinkedIn. <laughs> so, my LinkedIn contact bought my print, and her neighbor saw that print, and that neighbor happened to be the curator of the ITV Creates. Wow! She emailed me (laughs) saying, "We got this ITV project. Do you want to do it?" (laughs) I was like, "Yes!" But it was so like it it happened in such an unbelievable way. I remember saying to my husband, "Look, I just got this email. Do you think it's (laughs) come?"
0: Is it a scam? (laughs) (laughs) What I love there as well, though, is that means that, like, I don't know, you were were active enough on LinkedIn that people were Mm. not just seeing your graphic design work, but were seeing your artwork and then buying it. Mm. So you're quite active on LinkedIn, aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, You know, as a kind of visual artist, I guess, Instagram is the obvious place Mm. to, push yourself but i heard in another podcast someone someone said um you know actually linkedin is brilliant for just everyone so i started to push myself on linkedin
0: and so what did you start doing on linkedin
1: just posting what i've been doing um so with a It's my product or my new project. Yeah, for example, I did this um, self-initiated lockdown project called Lockdown Mindscape, where I asked um, eight to ten people around the world to send me their physical view as well as introspective view and um, I interpreted them in my own way in my usual bold um, colors but I um, I collaborated with um, motion designer to create um, motion posters to capture what everyone's experiencing how everyone's experiencing this uh, lockdown because although we're, we were in the first lockdown together, we were kind of experiencing in a kind of time lapse way, if you like. You know, by the but while we were in lockdown in the UK, Shanghai came out um and uh, almost went back to normal. Tokyo just found out that uh, Olympics postponed um whereas in California um they have sunshine but um it's still emotional roller coaster and so on and so forth. Um and uh, yeah that resonated with many people and um Yeah, I was pushing that kind of content in LinkedIn as well as Instagram. And, uh, yeah, got uh, a few commissions through that, really.
0: Because LinkedIn, after all, is full of people.
1: Yeah, LinkedIn (laughs) magic.
0: (laughs) People are drawn to art. Um, what, What would you say, like, how do you balance, or, you know, across all of this time period, like, the work that... I guess was paying the bills now mm-hmm. and stuff that might bring you something further down the line. I I I kind of hate this question in a way because it's saying it's it's almost like saying the only reason to make art is to make money, and I clearly that isn't the case. Um, but having said mm-hmm. that, you're obviously making a business of it, and yeah. um, and so yeah, it's good to explore that. Like, how how do you balance those things?
1: Well, you have to say the um, self-initiated project as investment because as I said I make those self-initiated projects to invite my dream projects with my dream clients. Without showing those people don't know what I am capable of or what I am about and what my um, mission is. So um, yeah it's just an investment it's pushing out is my marketing and when I get publicity I can use that to um, approach my dream clients then um, yeah I sometimes get lucky to get to
0: London <laughs> dream jobs. In, in what way are you approaching your dream clients as you as you put it?
1: I would be very short to start with <laughs> look I am an artist on a mission to inject optimism into the world. And I think your brand ethos matches with my ethos. And I would love to chat with you. Here is a sample of my work and a sample of the project I've done in the past.
0: You said earlier on that you're rubbish <laughs> at business. <laughs> but you seem to have like a thriving well amount of products and under the Mamimoo brand for example Mm. how how have you gone on with that side of things
1: oh it's uh, it's never easy you know especially if you're
0: if you're homeschooling
1: in lockdown as well
0: oh my god (laughs) so you got your kids to negotiate you some new tote bag printers? (laughs) not
1: quite but yeah I, I mean to be honest um there's only so much prints and bags so I can sell to make money. Just you know, I, I am not a like huge company with huge production in China. So uh that is just a part of my business. And uh commissions and collaborations are a large part of my um income really. And um yeah, just um just try to keep 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 pushing forward and if i want to work with someone really badly i'll find a way to um go and get them
0: i like that (laughs) well it seems to be working very well so obviously that must be pretty time consuming Mm -hmm. you know for for mamimoo stuff but you said that you're still doing freelance graphic design as -hmm. well how do you balance those two like as in how you only have so much time to give
1: it's tough yeah especially if i want to do a self-initiated project
0: it's not easy
1: how do i balance it um with a great will i guess (laughs) because this freelance life is double-edged sword um you know, I, I heard someone saying the other day, I have lots of annual leave left because of pandemic. And I, I thought, I left that kind of life a long time ago. Mm. And, uh, you know, what we've been doing uh, recently for the past few years, we go to Bali for like two months for summer and uh, we still work but it's a much nicer environment to work and we can we can play on Sunday or we can play on Wednesday and we can work on Saturday or whatever you know uh, I work hard to maintain this family life with freedom uh, freedom to go um, Bali for for a few months and not not to worry about how many on your leave, of
0: course. <laughs> yes. Wow! Is your husband self employed as well?
1: Yes, he's uh, yeah, he's got his own agency. Yeah, so it's, it, yeah, it's a bit easy. I, I I appreciate that it's not possible for everyone, but you know, often. um after we put our son to bed, the conversation is, "Are you walking tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> but I'd I'd rather do that um, to have the freedom, and that I think that would uh, make me going to to do to balance well, I don't know if balance is even the right word, but to push myself through. <laughs> With some kind of resilience um, to work on a graphic design projects, my art commission, and self-initiated work, as well as pushing um, LinkedIn contents. Amazing! Uh, how old your son? He's nine years old. And when did you first go freelance? <sighs> That's a really difficult question because. I think 2008, something like that. But, but that's when I left full time. Yeah, yeah. If if that's defined as a freelance, I think it does. Yeah.
0: That I mean, that's a long time now. Then, what would you say have been like the biggest challenges across that period? Mm. What have you come up against?
1: Uh, family life. <laughs> 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 and. Uh, I don't know um having consistency um is difficult but you know you i guess you just um yeah r- rough with the smooth really uh, sometimes i get crazy busy sometimes i deliberately have time off sometimes just quiet but you know i i've been doing this for a while to know it's the dark time don't last forever, so it's manic times. So it's fine.
0: Yeah. Are you somebody who has like goals and ambitions that you work towards? Or do you just I do go yeah. go go with what takes your fancy?
1: <laughs> so my my ultimate goal is to retire my husband, although he does not have any intention to retire anytime soon. <laughs> <since. laughs> So yeah, my my ultimate goal is to uh, make my business flourish enough to
0: make him retire. Wow! <laughs> I'd like <laughs> mine to flourish enough that I can make myself retire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 but you know, I, I, in actual fact, I I don't want to retire. Yeah. I just want to keep creating. Yeah. that 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 is my passion, and that I think that that keeps me alive
0: yeah you mentioned at one point having um a mentor uh mm-hmm. from was it the british library yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: they offer.
0: is there anybody else like who helps you along the way or be it a coach or a freelance friend or like or are you yeah figuring it all out yourself
1: no never <laughs> um
0: yeah i have a business
1: coach now um he's been really really brilliant to help my confidence Uh, so this is what i was going to say when you asked me um the advice for the uh, younger self can i say that now
0: (laughs) oh i right. spoiler alert (laughs) how did how did you find a business coach
1: through recommendation, actually, this is another LinkedIn magic. <laughs> I love LinkedIn. My, uh, my con- one of my contacts, who is a very successful graphic designer, said, um, I've been working with this coach and, um, you know, I don't know if you're interested, but if you want to uh, put your business forward, I really recommend this coach. And at that time, I happened to be in search for uh, a coach. No, that, that's a lie, actually, because I spoke to so many people and kind of went full circle and said, Okay, I have lots of clarity by talking to other people and um, I know what to do. <laughs> then this uh, person got in touch. And I thought, okay, talking is free. And I spoke to this coach for, like, trial session. and He, he was so brilliant. I didn't even want to have a coach before I spoke to him. But I, um, yeah, decided to work with him, and it's been great.
0: How, how does that work? Like, what, what does it look like? You meet once a week, for example, or once a month, or like, what?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's quite loose, actually. I think it's more goal goal based. Mm-hmm. So um, we we do like an hour session and establish a goal and how to reach there. You know, my, my biggest goal is to uh, retire my husband, but I have to have <laughs> small smaller goals to reach that goal, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, to get to. The smaller goal, I discuss with him what needs to happen, and um, yeah, and uh, we have interim sessions. Maybe it just he keeps me in check. Yeah, it's accountability as well as great business advice. So it's been working really well.
0: And you mentioned earlier that, like, what well, I mentioned that you have lots of products and things in your your shop. Mm-hmm but in some extent are those products also part of your marketing yes it might bring you a bit of income but that's not mm-hmm. just what they're there for
1: yeah i mean they they are i don't mean to be um pretentious but um, they they are just manifestation of my mission i just want to um spread optimism into the world and uh, if i can make even just one person happy by having my work in their living room that's my mission complete
0: nice um now i always do this thing where i ask for three facts about yourself to make two true and one a lie and let me figure out the lie what do you have for me <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> okay number one We were married in Las Vegas with Latino Elvis Priest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number two, another marriage related. I never had breakfast with my husband in our honeymoon.
0: You never had breakfast with your husband on your honeymoon? No. (laughs) Mm, Okay.
1: Number three, (laughs) I have a Personal endorsement from late Terry Wogan (laughs) on my
0: design work. (laughs) I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting Terry Wogan to feature. (laughs) Okay, so for listeners around the world, Terry Wogan was just the biggest and nicest TV and radio star here in the UK for many years. So... (laughs) Okay, where do we go? Leti- I mean, you are clearly somebody who loves to travel and do things differently and be mm-hmm. bright and coloured and full of optimism. So, getting married in Las Vegas doesn't seem that big of a stretch with a Latino <laughs> Elvis. Um, although, I mean, I don't know. You, you have uh, you're you're from Japan, right? Yes, I am from Tokyo. Yeah D- did did family come and join you or? Or was it just you guys on your own? No,
1: it was uh, just with small friends. It was just
0: six of us. I've never got married by Elvis. Does does Elvis sing to you? He was,
1: yeah, I mean, not only a great singer. So f- first of all, uh, he drove us to, to enter the church. Yeah, we were driven by Elvis in pink Cadillac. And he jumped off and started to sing while we we danced and he was just so professional even behind the scene he was totally elvis like
0: uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> okay i i want that to be true but i don't want to, okay actually this so this ties in because if you got married in Vegas. Uh-huh. Did you honeymoon in Vegas? No, we actually went
1: to the Maldives.
0: Yes, you do. I mean, yeah. why? It's so close to, to Vegas. So yeah. you went to the Maldives? Yeah. So why did you never have breakfast together?
1: <laughs> I'm just not a morning person and um, I I heard that everyone has relationship different relationship uh, with your sleep and my relationship with sleep is precious, really <laughs> precious. And <laughs> now that I have a son, it's, it's a bit different. But at that time, I um, considered sleep is the ultimate luxury, so wow. it just didn't make sense to get up early and uh, spoil my luxury i mean hats off to
0: you yeah for
1: my husband david had to go to breakfast alone alone
0: Alone every day every
1: every morning
0: i would love to know what the rest of the residents in the hotel were like making up the story of this this honeymooning (laughs) couple who always seemed to leave the restaurant the night before on good terms but then by the next morning (laughs) he was all alone yet again I mean, yeah, okay. Well, I get. Um, personally, I could never avoid a free hotel. Well, it's not free; you're paying for it. But you know, I can't avoid that breakfast. Mm. But no, I get it. If you're in love with sleep, so Terry yep. Wogan. Now, I can't remember <laughs> when he died. So, but so, but he gave an endorsement to your artwork on the radio. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I used to design lots of posters for Westminster Abbey's um, public events, like music, uh, musical events, concerts and stuff. And um, he was on the radio with the very reverend John Hall, the dean of Westminster Abbey. And Terry Wogan said, those posters are getting better and better.
0: (laughs) So there. Wow. Well okay now if this was true um I'm surprised it isn't on your website as a testimonial. <laughs> so this is what makes me I if Terry Wogan had said something nice about me surely I would have it on my website. <laughs> so which but th- it's so random if that is not true. So maybe the fact is actually it's the other way round you mm-hmm. had breakfast by yourself or something or mm-hmm. Or, of course, the whole Elvis charade simply didn't happen.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, okay, actually, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say, much as it's a lovely story, I don't think you got married by Elvis. Correct. So... Yes! <laughs> so where did you get married?
1: We got married in, uh, in London, Mayfair, in a gentleman's <gasps> club.
0: Ooh! I'll get you <laughs> was Terry Wogan there? Very nice. Okay, yeah. now June, if you could tell your younger self one thing about being freelance, what would that be? Don't try to do it
1: alone. Just get help. Get a mentor. Get a coach. Join community. I like being freelance, but there there are lots of lovely communities and uh, there are lots of lovely lovely people who are willing to help you so um just jump in there and um don't fight alone
0: nice i'm just wondering as well you're obviously um not scared of approaching people to try and get your work out there does that or maybe you are scared but you do it anyway but yeah how about getting press for your art and things like that like Mm. um because obviously there is so many artistic or design blogs, and magazines, yeah. and, and what have you out there, YouTube yeah. channels. So, do you do you put effort into that as well, or
1: definitely, yeah. Um, and uh, I haven't always been successful, but it's just um, on the job training. The more you do it, the better you get and um yeah I, I remember approaching the press at first and felt really disappointed that no one seemed to have been interested but it was just because how i approached them and uh, since then i sharpened my email approach better and uh, prepared everything in place you know photog- photography and uh, images Press release, uh, bio, all in one place, so that much it's much easier for them. So it's just um,
0: just practicing and um, get better at it. One one more thing, the ITV thing that you mentioned earlier, ITV creates was it called? That's right. yep. So when can we? So ITV for those listening around the world is like th- the big channel here in the, in the UK. We have BBC, ITV, like you know the the original big channels on TV. Um so it's so cool that your work is gonna be on it. So I I I want people to be able to go and see it. So how can we?
1: Yeah, so um um it's gonna be on whole month of May. Um yeah, marking um mental health uh week and mental health awareness month. So um it's going to be on air. So it's it's the ident, so it's gonna be in between the program and commercial break throughout the day. But um, if you search for ITV Create, um, um, there's a website uh, with my interview and my collaborator, uh, neuroscientist Tara, the doctor's Tara Swart on it. So yeah, that's where it's going to be.
0: Oh my gosh, we will put a link at beingfreelance.com. But in theory, we could just be watching... Telly if we're based here in the UK and mm-hmm. suddenly your art will be around the ITV logo, that kind of thing, before a show comes on.
1: Yeah, that's right. So and uh, it's um it's designed to um top up your optimism every day. So um I was so delighted when ITV said give us your wish list of who you want to collaborate with to the sky's the limit, just Give us the list of people.
0: This is weird. I don't remember them calling me saying you wanted to work with me, but go on. <laughs> must, have got, must have got lost.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I put Steve at first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they, uh, they did I was me very it, busy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I said, I want to either work with sociologists, psychologists or neuroscientists to create ultimate optimism um, combining art and science logic and magic together and they found the most fantastic neuroscientist Dr Tara Swart and basically I asked lots of questions you know what what is the uh, colours and motion that gives the emotion of, of optimism and so on and I created a series of motion graphics. I combined the motion graphics with a physical logo, which is a shiny mirror finish. So we designed the motion graphics to hit um, those happy hormones in the brain on every viewing, so well, yeah, that would make you happy.
0: Wow. It feels like you're a very optimistic person. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 getting that. Um <laughs> how do you top up your own optimism as you put it?
1: Um I think it's just
0: a training.
1: Um so um Dr Tara told me that you can train yourself to be an optimistic person. So it's just um um it's a matter of activating that part of brain whether you want to be smarter, happier or, you know, better to your creativity, more creative, I guess. Um, Yeah, it's just a matter of shifting your mindset.
0: So you think you can work at being optimistic and then optimism helps you Mm -hmm. in being freelance?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Optimism is not about just being... Um, happy and lofty optimism is the belief to be happy to get there that that the end goal will be good and um, the way to get there might not be easy but optimism is the uh, is the choice to believe that it's going to be good and if we believe that we can build our resilience and it makes it better and it makes you not give up midway because the end goal is happier, optimistic
0: june it's been so good to talk to you go to beingfreelance.com i urge you and you will find links through to june's work and you can check out her uh, amazing products and of course we'll put a link to the itv creates thing that we were just talking about as well so you can uh, check that out uh, to boot as june mentioned she's in the being freelance community so come join us come say hi there's loads of us in there so uh, there'll be a link to that as well beingfreelance.com june so lovely to talk to you i love your you. your work that you're creating it genuinely does put optimism out so thanks so much and all the best with being freelance
1: thanks steve
0: there goes june spreading optimism as she goes i hope you enjoyed uh, that being freelance is made by me steve holland i'm a freelancer and the only help i get along the way with this podcast is from another freelancer that is sophie livingston at kickstart content she helps me with the show notes and uploading the audio and things like that but everything else is is me basically and if you enjoy it you can support it you go to beingfreelance.com slash coffee and you can top up my virtual biscuit tin on a monthly basis basis massively appreciate it i do that via ko-fi it's kind of like a patreon type thing so we can support what i'm doing with being freelance but you know if you can't i get it that's fine uh, either way come join us in the being freelance community it would be great to see you there okay i'm out of here you have a great week being freelance